Dimp Digital presents Idle Game Chat. Cool. Hello, Apps here from Dimp Digital. Welcome to Idle Game Chat. This is Dimp Digital's flagship video game podcast, where we take you through the ups and downs of the wonderful world of video games. We are here on your favourite podcast app and YouTube, absolutely free. However, if you want to support this grassroots independent endeavour, head over to patreon.com forward slash Digital or twitch.tv forward slash digital and join the community. Hashtag hand in pocket. This time, I am once again joined by the disgraced and dishonest Dimp Digital gaming quiz charlatan. It is the sheet. It's Tom Adkins, not Adcock. How's it going? Oh, I'm not too bad, actually. How are you doing? Better than last week because the heat has it's still hot. Yeah. It's still too hot, but it's not ridiculously hot. Dissipated, hasn't it? Mm. Had a little yeah. bit of rain as well, which I don't mind now and again, just mm. to uh, just to wash away the dog's piss actually, because that um, <laughs> astroturf, if you don't keep on top of it, it can kick up a little bit. So have to uh, have to make sure that's clean. But the rain will naturally do that. So yeah. Saves a bit of a job, although it does need a bit of a a good flush through, as mm. I would call it. <laughs> but no, other than that, all good my side. We're here mm. to do a little bit of news, a little bit of a roundup. Again, it's still slow, which is fine. We're not doing a three-hour yeah. pod. I, I feel sorry for all those fuckers that set, talking about. set their stall out and said, look, we're here for three hours each week. I think, well, good luck. Oh, yeah. yeah. The manufacturers, but we've got a little bit of housekeeping because uh, next week, you know, if you're on Patreon, you'll probably usually get it Friday, but everyone else gets it on the Monday. There will be no idle game chat. We've oh, qu- we're sick of it. We quit. We finally quit. <laughs> no, it's bank holiday here in the United yeah. Kingdom, so we'll be taking that week off, putting our feet up, stretching our legs. Might go outside. Who knows? Who knows? Might yeah. venture off outside. So a week off from podcasting. Gamescom opening night live, however, is on the 23rd of August. We may, I think we're going to try and do a watch-along partay for that. Time's up. I think it's 7pm, which is a bit of a howler for you. It's sort of an hour uh, too soon. Yeah, I'll make an exception. It can make an exception. So yeah. that's the plan. Yeah. Um We'll be heading over and doing that. So twitch.tv slash digital was said in the opening. Follow the channel there and you'll get a nice notification. You can also tune into this part of the show live as well. So mm. you can interact and throw us off our game. I'm not, I'm quite good at not reading the chat, but you get distracted. Get yeah, yeah, and start having conversations with people that are just, <laughs> just trying to wind you up. So yeah, no podcast next week, but... Uh, twitch.tv slash digital for a hopefully for a Gamescom opening like live watch along party and the archive of that will be put up on the YouTube channel and again youtube.com slash digital 
can find you that. Uh, Fantasy Gaming League. We have another game that has landed in someone's Grand Prix team. It's Hall again. So he's starting just to fill in the last few games in his list, in in his roster. This time it's Madden 23. And... It's only got about five or six reviews as we rec- as we record this, and it's sitting on a seventy-five. Mm. Could go either way. The highest score I've seen for oh. it has been an eight out of ten. So if that's the ceiling, you're gonna get lower stuff that's chipping away at that. So the the glory day of getting an eighty may well be gone for that. You kind of need your nines and tens mm. to be kicking about early on. It died this year, didn't he? Old Madden, it was it was it was yeah. in between the last game and this game, but yeah. How oh, was it? Cool, the last one on the cover shucked him on the cover, and they've given it an eight. Disgrace. Well, I assume they're going to continue using the name. It's, a, it's such yeah. a strange arrangement when you think about it, because obviously we've got FIFA, which is a you know a, a good comparison. We've got MLB the Show, we've got NBA yearly sports games, but NFL is mm. named after John Madden. It has been since <laughs> I can bloody remember. Cool. It's really odd how it's... It's weird, a bit like the equivalent of us playing... We're going to play a game with David Beckham. Fancy yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> David Beckham 22. Yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> strange, but it's a brand now. It is a brand, so... Ooh, brand, yeah. yeah, so since, unfortunately, old Madden passed, that's the first one out, and it's got a 75, which is... Um, you know, I'm going to just quickly dive into last year's one because I've got a feeling they've been they've been up and down all over the place. I yeah. saw them, I've seen them in the '60s. I've seen them struggling in in years Thanks. gone by. Uh, yeah, '64 last year. So, I, I mean, it's not PS2. Not... PS2 might have been the last Madden I actually played. Like, I can't not, believe you've played one. Madden. I, I know. Yeah, I was just thinking. I've, it was round Yellow Boots. I think he had it. I think Greg was yeah. a fan. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I had one go on it, and never, and I haven't played one since. No, it probably goes for a lot of people that don't follow the sport. It's one, yeah. of, those, it's one of those things. But yeah, at the moment it's on a seventy-five. Probably will change, go up and down because, like I said, there's only been a handful of reviews out on that. Mm. But Mr. Hall now has remaining Advanced Wars one and two reboot camp, which Putin put a stop to earlier in the year. So could be. A blower there. Slime Rancher 2 still to come. That was announced Ooh. that it's going to go into early access in September for at least 18 months. Doesn't mean it won't score on Open Critic, but does mm. reduce the chance of that happening. And then he's got Pokemon Scarlet and Violet. So he's only got three games left, but transfers may have to be called in for two of those mm-hmm. as we speak, but... That's still rumbling along, and we get ever closer to the final transfer window, which opens September the 1st. Mm. Now, moving into some traditional news. Number one, tomorrow is in your hands. Death Stranding is going to be available on PC Game Pass on August the 23rd. Mm. So this was the Kojima Productions game. His first game since splitting with Konami. Sony picked up the publishing duties and partnership for the console release, uh, but they did not take up the option to to handle the PC stuff. 505 Games did that, oh, and that perhaps that oversight now has led to a, a game which I'm led to believe they own the IP for Death Stranding, mm. yet right, they yeah, don't yeah. own the publishing rights on PC. It must There must be written 
statements and, and bits in there that says that 505 can almost do what they want with it. And the upshot of that is Death Stranding arrives on PC Game Pass on the 23rd of August. Oh, Jim gets his man. Well, it's... Oh, Jim. A Philip. Phil. Phil Imagine if this it. was the secret game that they were cooking up. I mean, yeah. <laughs> this is the partnership. <laughs> that would be hilarious. It won't be. It'll be a separate game. Ah. It's been interesting watching this develop because the PC Game Pass... Twitter account were like teasing it. At first, they changed their profile picture, just saying, and it said something along the lines of, Oh, we like open landscapes. And it was just like, mm. It looked, I would never have guessed it, to be honest. But you know, the sleuth is out there, was like, That looks like Death Stranding. Someone then found the exact rock that it was. I was like, How do these people find this stuff? And then over time, they added rain, and I think they started adding the BT phantoms in there as well. And it all became obvious that something was, was cooking. Mm. Um, and it's been interesting seeing. Greenblood's chirping up, you know, the, the, some of the same people that sat there and were laughing at Death Stranding when it came out in 2019. Oh. Amazon Delivery Driver Simulator, it was called. <laughs> what a load of old toss. And, ne- yeah. and now, because it's coming to PC Game Pass, there's there's champagne bottles being popped. Yeah. They're, they're Unbelievable. Fic- they could be a fickle bunch, these fanboys. And then you've got the Blue Bloods crying. Yeah. Oh, I didn't like it anyway. And they've turned, they've gone the other way. No, nah, I didn't like that anyway. <laughs> Gave it a ten out of ten, mate. Wow. Yeah. Mighty and more. this is this would be currently running on both platforms, won't it? Because they've got it as part of the uh, premium. Is it extra or the premium? I think it's part of the. Oh extra yeah, sorry. It will. Yeah, I think it's yeah. It's in the extra tier of PS extra, Plus. So right. you're you're right. Yes. Yeah, a dual subscription a dual, game. Yes, they do exist. What will you play it on? Well, I would like to test it on the old PC just to see. I've heard how good that things. Goes. I heard they've done a, a good good job with the port. It's oh. got the the widescreen support um, mm. and other bits and pieces. I think DLSS has been dropped into it as well. Ooh. And yeah, it's uh, it's been on Steam for oh, a year, maybe a bit longer yeah, actually. Okay. I feel like it was a bit longer. Yeah. It came out. It, this is the thing that all tools back to. Jim's left their cock in hand now because this is a bit of an optical win for Phil, isn't it? Like, it's yeah, not on. Yeah, yeah. It's not on Game Pass. It's not on Xbox Game Pass. I should state. So it's not on that no. console, and don't expect it to go there because Sony uh, retain the power there. But why yeah. is this a bit of Jim cock left in hand? Is because a it looks a bit silly that something that Sony own is sitting on there, this this Game Pass system, whether it's PC or otherwise, and. I just can't understand why they didn't publish this themselves and just mm. and allowed 505 Games to do this and run them up with it because they've literally, that same year is when they put Horizon Forbidden at Zero Dawn out of a PC. Oh. So that's when mm. the PC strategy was starting. And obviously mm. to do that, they would have been probably a year before they thought, right, let's start kicking this into gear. For whatever reason, they decided they're not going to bother with Death Strand and didn't, didn't want it on their plate. You know, they, did, they didn't have Nixes then at that time, so they didn't have that, that port in studio that's done the Spider-Man port. Mm. So I understand why, but it's just another one of these <laughs> these little bloody noses that Jim's going to have to sit yeah. there and take. The big one, the, the worst one of the lot is MLB The Show. So yeah. San Diego that's developed that, one, and that goes day one onto all Game Pass oh, platforms whilst oh, Jim oh, sits there and goes, 70 UK pans, please. No wonder it's not in the not European fucking charts with that sort of yeah. price tag being behavior. No. <laughs> but uh, what do you make of this then? Little, this, there, yeah. this little bit of a coincidence hey, and irony that this is now certainly. popping up. Popping up, yeah, yeah, definitely. Obviously, with this partnership, um, 
yeah, I'm intrigued. Uh, it's good. I'll be, I'll be interested to see if it happens to any of the others, the likes of Horizon. Mm. Maybe, uh, we haven't got a port for Toshima yet, is there? But maybe no. a Spider-Man die on the line. And is this going to be an avenue, you know, PlayStation keeping the console side of things very much in their court? But as they know, that PC version is a lesser, um, yeah. you know, what's it called? Throwing them a bone. Not quite <laughs> as intense, is it, the rivalry there? No. So, you're, no. so you think that actually if, if the opportunity presents itself, Sony themselves might say... We'll chuck it on game. If you come we'll give us a it. bundle of cash, right, that's a nice exactly, check, we'll do yeah. it. Or do you think this is because they don't have a choice in this? 505 games have gone, well, we're going to do yeah. it. Or are you thinking, well, maybe they could do it? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Would, would 505 have the power, do you think? Or would Sony have the final say and be like, well, This is the thing. We, we don't, we're only left to speculate. Now, that the, course, as far as yeah, I understand, yeah. the trademark is registered in Sony's name for Death Stranding. Right. I've got this website, trademarks.justy. Just, Justia? Oh, fuck knows. And yeah, it's registered <laughs> in, um, in their name. Right. And I've heard other, like, Colin Moore, he's talked about how he, he also believes it's owned by them. But it might, right. maybe when the agreement was, they said 505 games that we want Anne's washed to this. Yeah. Um, well, maybe, you know, it could have been a number of things. Kojima could have gone, we want this on PC. Sony went, yeah, all right, we're not, do what you want with it. That side, yeah. we, we, you know, obviously we don't want to put on Xbox because we've helped fund this and own this, that, and the other. Maybe they allowed them just to go off and create this. And it turns out that whatever contract was stipulated that. Mm. You know, they could do this, and Jim went, well, fucking hell, yeah. when he found out. Yeah, potential. It'd be interesting to see how long as well. I've no- I noticed that a lot of the heavy hitter games, the big ones, don't tend to stay on very long. Mm. I read Dead Redemption 2. That was only about six months, I think. Yes. Um, yeah. You do see these ones come and go, so it'd be interesting to see what it is. Is this, like, is it, is this field testing the waters or Jim even testing the waters and going oh, we'll mm. see what happens or has something it... fallen through the cracks and Jim's mm. not seen it and gone fucking hell who put that on there yeah someone's <laughs> going to get bollocked for that yeah, yeah. I, I lean towards thinking it's an oversight and Sony are like oh fuck's sake well, I don't know yeah. I would love to see the, it'd be great to see Spider-Man on, and mm. God of War and Horizon and whatever yeah. else they port on PC I'm Game Pass why not I, like the, the hard work's been yet. done is it the Uncharted that was delayed on PC? Wasn't yeah, it? that's actually yeah. not not out just yet, but that's right. that's coming. Um, mm. And then we're expecting there's going to be a Last of Us Part One PC version shortly after mm. the the console release on PS Five. So yeah, you know, Sony are clearly. Yeah, does that seem weird? Because I think you might be right because they haven't. You think they'd throw up lesser games on like a sort of. Detroit or something. Yeah. Chuck that out. Hell divers. Let, let them have that. that. Hell divers. Get that out there. That's we don't care about that one. Yeah, that's a Sony jobby. But yeah, so no, this yeah it could it's, be. Well, it's interesting now. Like if you go to PlayStation's website, they've actually got a PlayStation games for PC site, Ooh. like a little mini, not its own oh. site, like a, a you know a, a few a, pages. A thread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's got all the games in there listed out of a little synopsis. Days Gone, that's another one. Oh, cool. But, but you mentioned it's, it's got things like Predator Hunting Grounds and like a, a reason mm. I mentioned Hell Divers, like the, the lesser mm. games in there. But they're clearly, um, you know, at least putting because why would you bother making a pages for PC games? They they're clearly yeah, going to be picking up the pace, I think, with these. Yeah, certainly years. do. 
Which is only yeah, a good thing. More. Yeah, it's brilliant. Um, yeah, the ports seem to be getting better. Mm. Yeah, it's only a matter of time like to just to be able to see people playing it. So that's, that's, there's, there's some way someone managed to play uh, Spider-Man through an Xbox somehow. I can't remember. They must yeah. have been like cloud streaming it think, or like imported they, it into the thing. Because I think on Xbox you can open up a, a browser... And then oh, from the right, browser, okay. you can then stream your right. Steam games in there. Uh, I think it was Tom Warren from. Oh, was it? Yeah, it I did think, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think but I yeah, it. but Sony. I don't think PlayStation has a browser in it, so you can't right. get to Game Pass to stream Cut Halo that loophole or down. Yeah, maybe <laughs> yeah. they do. was like, to be honest, it's, it's you know, it'd be great to see the walls come down. I don't think they will, but nah. a small win is that. That is small win. Yeah, it's Sony pushing out these PC games and then 505 games maybe they went rogue and went don't don't care about you, you two v each other we're going to chuck it on there take a little bit of cash and Kojima went happy days more people giving them likes get this yeah. social game up and running yeah how do you reckon it works when there's no one playing the game yeah, that's true. Yeah, you won't get any of that. Yeah. You'll be fucking hard, wouldn't you? When you're stuck up there in mountains, you've got no ladders knocking about. My assumption or... is it will put you in a server that's populated. Not... Right. So, yeah. so it's like maybe our, maybe our stuff's still there from two right. years ago. Yeah, so yeah, that yeah, stays. Yeah. But but you won't get new yeah. likes unless no, unless nah. unless the blower oh, is. Point of it. Well, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But now, if you've got access to PC Game Pass, it's, there's no, it's mm. now, now literally no harm in giving it a go because it's one of those games that I really loved, but I don't know who I could recommend it to. No, hand on art, not a biff game. It's, it's not a biff game. I don't even tried it. Maybe you should. No, you should have done. Yeah, I'll try and coax him into that. Hmm. Number two, Embracer Group has acquired yet more companies. Oh. I mean, this is a. I don't know. Well, they they are spending. Big deal, is there? A, I didn't see any um, number on this deal. Is that? Is that so the only one I could find hidden? was that they did state that the entire like the the deal is worth mm. sort of five hundred seventy six million dollars, mm, but that's okay. for everything they've just done in this little. Right. So this is, and the, I looked I at see any numbers. I, I looked at the limited run games page, and they they yeah. said for commercial reasons we're not revealing that. But right. gamesindustry.biz has all these pegged at like a, an overall price, but doesn't mm. doesn't kind of do the individual stuff. So, Embracer have got limited run games, which are kind of like a re, uh, you know. A, I don't know how they do that. They, they do some brilliant stuff. I follow it all the time. I almost bought Scott Pilgrim. They've done a physical yeah. copy for that. They do physical copies of like. Games cult game, cultish yeah. type. We've got a cult following and do special they do editions ones as well. Yeah, yeah, like that. Like Scott Pilgrim, it's been out for a long while. Yeah. But then they like re-released it on it on Switch, and they were like, "Oh fuck it, we're going to do a thing." I don't know how they get the rights to that. It's brilliant no. though. They've got limited run games. Then they've got this other firm called Singtrix, which is a vocal vocal processing tech. Apparently, then you have got Tuxedo Labs, who did Teardown, and then Tripwire Interactive, who did Killing Floor. Did they do Man Eater as well? That's I say, I recognise that name. In my head. But the big one, really, is that Embracer is going to, providing this all goes through, of course, it is still up in the air, um, by Middle Earth Enterprises, which oh. basically <laughs> gives them the rights to Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and any of J.R.R. Tolkien's 
you know, versions of that, any mm. literary bits and pieces. So now they can they own the motion pictures rights, they own the video game rights, oh. board games, merchandising, theme parks, stage production relating to to Tolkien's work. So that's See, this this sounds like this should be billions. <laughs> Well, yeah, exactly. And again, they did not disclose the the total sum, but mm, GamesIndustry.biz right. claims that, that half, for all of this, was, yeah, half just over half a bill is what they're. That is incredible if they've snapped that up. There's also on the one of... unannounced acquisition, Ooh. so they've got another one coming. Cool. It's Sony. Um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, so from the video game perspective, we've got limited run games in there. Mm. Fine, got these two the two studios, Tuxedo Labs and Tripwire Interactive. I mean, the big pop culture one is obviously the the Lord of the Rings stuff, um, mm. and part of that will be video games to come. But mm. Embracer are yeah. not afraid so to, if, to splash the cash. No, seemingly not. So I assume the deals um, that they distribute out, like the you know, like the Shadow of Mordor rights, do they get that? They get that. They get the fucking. They get to Gollum. decide. Yeah, if they the they, so they'll, they'll, they'll inherit Gollum and. And it's, I guess, any new projects they'll green light, and they'll be able right, to either yeah. put it into one of their many development studios. You know, Tripwire might say, "Oh, we'll make one." They're like, "No, not you." <laughs> Crystal Dynamics, you make. Ooh, Crystal oh, Crystal Dynamics. Idos Montreal. Okay. Like, so they, yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Go there, but they, again, they could even just loan it out and say, mm. "Whoever, if someone's got a pitch, we'll go go in as a partnership." But mm. um. Yeah, that series has just dropped as well, isn't it? The Amazon series. So it's out now. Is it motion picture? I think the first episode dropped this weekend. I think it's on Sky though, on that fucking Atlantic. I think it's not on Amazon Prime. I don't. Oh, it is Prime, isn't it? I thought. Come on. I should know this. Rings of Power, isn't it? Rings of yeah, your power. Yeah, what's Oh, sorry, I'm thinking the wrong fucking thing, and I'm thinking of uh, Game of Thrones. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That dropped. Sorry, that's uh, Atlantic. Yes, first of September. First September. Oh, that's it. Sorry, I'm getting confused with that fucking Thrones. That dropped this weekend. And that's on Atlantic. So there's your advertisement for that. Yeah. We'll come back to the thing in September. Yes. But yes. Um, so yeah, if, certainly if this isn't acquiring the TV rights as well. I would assume um, so. Yeah, I guess it's everything. Yeah. It's... Fuck my old boots. That, yeah. That is a still, if that is, I'm sure it'll get revealed later on down the line. But, you know, it's not Star Wars, but that's a fucking big franchise. No. Embracer very very busy at the moment. It'd be interesting to see what that means for the the game inside of things for for Lord of the Rings going forward. Because mm. you know, let's be honest, Gollum ain't it. <laughs> I won't mind a, a good Shadow of Mordor game. That's... Yeah, get that, keep that Nemesis <clears throat> system. Yeah, stop that level gate in and all that fucking. Cool. What was that bit at the end where you had to fucking Shadow of drag... War? It was called. Yeah, Shadow of War. You had to. <clears throat> drag it out to get the end credit. Yeah, we had to invade like 30 casts. Like... <laughs> Fucking hell. What's they that did about? change it. This is the annoying thing. Mm. About a year later, they patched it and re- like completely compressed right. that last act. And I was like, why? Like, you bastards. Yeah, well, maybe they won't get their hands on it again because uh, mm. lift may well be booted out and Embrace will have someone else lined up to do some games. Mm. Number three. Oh. Games going gold. Triple G. So these are just games that are being confirmed as going gold, which typically means they're going to hit the release dates. It means that they can print a version of the game to a disc and at minimum ship that potentially. Although a lot of the games 
wouldn't be in a, the best state if you took that disc and didn't update it as soon as you got it. Mm. That's a Plague Tale Requiem, which is coming to Game Pass Day 1. Ooh. And there's a sequel to A Plague Tale Innocence. And that'll be the 18th of October. And then you'll pre-order Gotham Knights, Ooh. 25th of October. So no oh. more... Well, I say no more delays because Cyberpunk did delay by 20-odd days once they went gold. But typically, oh. nine times out of ten, we don't get any more delays. Yeah. You still hold him firm with Gotham Knights. I am, although that's a couple of months it, it, away. It looked better technically. I did, I did have technical problems from the first trailer, yeah, um, and then the second one it did seem to be smoothed out, although it looked a little less a bit blurrier. So we'll see how it is, but yeah, glad that it's coming. Because to be fair, I, I want a game now. I haven't really picked anything up yeah. after uh, playing that power washer. I could, I need something to sink my teeth in. Yeah. And that's that's first in line. Well, I suppose Saints Row's first, but I'm very dubious of that. So um, scared, we'll but I'm, yeah, scared. But I am ready for a game now. To be honest, I've just recently been getting back into Tekken of all things. So because of our chat last week, yeah, yeah, I've been I've played through the campaign again. There's a Netflix anime that's just dropped, so I'm, that's my new venture back into the gaming world because it has been taken away from thing. It's been a Slow old couple of months, so here we go. Ready to jump back in, and uh, yeah, mm. shouldn't shouldn't be more, any more delays. Oh, I'm excited good. for Playtale Requiem. That's sort. I can't see why I wouldn't just jump straight into that and play it because mm. I'm geared up. I'm ready to go. I thought the first one was a little bit overrated. I heard some really right. positive things, and then I bought it cheap. It was like twenty quid by the time I bought it, and I was like, oh, yeah, that was good for twenty quid. And I checked the RRP, and it was like being—it was supposed to be sold at full price. And I was like, "Cool, I don't know if I'd have felt quite so easy with that." And mm. the, the same is happening with this one. I think it's fifty UK pounds, so a slight discount. But mm. the Game Pass factor means that's not really a, a problem for myself and those that are on it. And I, they did a gameplay overview this past week—a bit of narration, little five minutes long—and that looked better than what I'd seen six six to eight weeks ago. So I'm back on board of it. And there's no excuse not to just to dive into that. As um, Pixie, as you said, the the game schedule releases being a bit sparse, but still a couple of months away from that, so still plenty of time and, and, and space to fill. Number three, Disney and Marvel Game Showcase will take place Ooh. September the 9th. Here's the little Ooh. synopsis that they posted. The digital showcase will feature incredible new content from Disney and Pixar games, Marvel games, Lucasfilm games, and 20th century games. In addition to all new announcements, fans can expect new reveals from titles including Disney Dreamlight Valley, Marvel's Midnight Suns, Lego Star Wars The Skywalker Saga, and a sneak peek at the upcoming Marvel Ensemble game from Skydance New Media, which is Hennig's. Um, firm so I mean look I've, I'm Ooh. sick of Marvel I'm sick of Disney <laughs> in general I'm sick of Mar- I'm sick of MCU I should, I should that, yeah, that's yeah. not fair to say I'm sick of Disney and the other stuff mm. but when there's video games on the line I'm always happy to sniff around Disney and Marvel obviously have a huge reach in terms of IPs and, and potential um, I'm surprised they're doing so I'm just, I was like oh this yeah. is a nice little tickler it is, yeah, it's sort of come out of nowhere, to be honest. Um, what's his name? Uh, young, get his name now, he's hosting it. Oh, Blessing. Uh, Blessing. From Kind of Junior. Funny. 
kind of funny blessing junior Adioye. Hmm. Um, yeah, so they've got him in, which is they're obviously looking like they're going for the gaming market. Hmm. Um, so yeah, yeah, it'd be interesting. I don't know what they're gonna. Are they, I, don't, I assume they're not gonna be announcing any big, big um, films or anything like that. It's well, no, it's a, it says it's a game showcase, game so showcase. it shouldn't have. Because last time I remember them doing something like this, it's probably like when they did. I think they did a May the Fourth thing for mm. Star Wars, and right, on there yeah. was Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order that had like a bit of a blowout, but it was amongst all the films and the TV. Okay. Other things like that. Oh, so, do we see any update on Wolverine? Would we get something that big, or do you reckon that would be, say, for something like a uh, Game Awards? Well, that's a very, very good question. How, <laughs> what are Sony going to do? Sony is so quiet. Yeah. Literally, once God of War Go comes out, it's like, what are you actually doing now? Yeah, yeah. We've had, yeah. <laughs> we've had we've absolutely no nothing. Heavy ears. I mean, this would synergize lovely. This would be a nice, used to be the perfect mm. place to do it. Whether it's ready or not is another mm. question. And you could also you could also chuck Spider-Man 2 on that mm. list as well. So sure. I would, that, would be great. that would be a great, pleasant surprise if either of those turned up. I just get mm. the feeling that Jim's a bit of a hog now and he's like, look, nah, nah, nah. Put my mm. arms around all this stuff. I'll, I'll handle it. Yeah, it's like, yeah. well, you can't even stop your fucking games from going on PC Game Pass. Maybe you should <laughs> reach Shit. out. Disney won't blow this, will they? Shouldn't do. But that would be a great surprise. That mm. really would. So Yeah. We're expecting some new games. Um, that Midnight Suns, that's been delayed now, hasn't mm. it? So maybe an update on that. Something. Yeah. Deep dive. But yeah, maybe they've got something in the pipeline. Avengers stuff, I'd imagine. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, Newcastle. Well, Bobo so old Bucky boys going on to the old Avengers game. Oh, is it? I didn't even yeah. see that. The last one I saw was um, Jane Foster. The you've got old, you've uh... got to catch up and play them all. That's your job yeah. <laughs> to play every character. <laughs> I still got that installed. Actually, every time I turn on my PS5, it's like a fucking five gig update for I'll that bet. thing. I like, bet. Bloody hell! But um, yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, every time we, uh, the thing is, the, this happens every time with the Nintendo's. I, I tell myself not to get too high because these things seem to disappoint yeah. when you really sort of expect the worst but because this is like a first one and it's a Disney Marvel mm. that, that's going to attract fans that aren't you know gaming fans as well that's going to sweaty nerds well actually exactly. are they sweaty surely if you're Disney and Marvel fan you're a sweaty nerd as well you're just a lower rung yeah, nerd just, that's like it. gamers yeah, yeah. top nerd and then they're like <laughs> the low probably yeah, a couple yeah, of rungs on ten nerds yeah, yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to get too excited about this because it could be no. dross. That's the, that's the yeah, trouble. I'm, I'm giving my statement to start with that, you know, how interested am I in Marvel and Disney mm. stuff? Not the biggest fan, but, no. you know, if, if Respawn's new Star Wars Jedi game, that feels long way away to be at this, but they might yeah. share some information. I won't get too excited, but now you've dropped that little thought of oh, Wolverine or Spider-Man. Yeah, I'm almost certain we, they we, won't, but no, I'm, I'm, we can believe. Like it's too big for something like it, especially what we three months, mm. four months from uh, four months from Game Awards, which is a very big one. Um, so yeah, I assume they're safe, but you never know. You know, they're going to need this to. This could no. become a new. New fucking thing. Yeah, every September. Killer. Every September we're getting a new fucking Marvel game. That's it. Bring it on. I will be interested to see what Amy Hennig's bringing to the table mm. with Skydance New Media because, again... Twitter's on there. 
Is he? Is he on? The, is that the one? He's, he's part of the in? writing team as well. Yeah, he's the one that wrote. Um, oh, Gerald, Deadpool. That's yeah, uh, no uh, Guardians. Rogue One, Star Wars. Oh, <laughs> I just take guesses at things at Marvel. Guesses. Yeah. So he's he's got that Disney connection. Mm. Um, he wrote comic books as well. He's another kind of funny fucker. Mm. Um, so yeah. So synergy. You can see it now. Synergy. So it could Incestual, be some You got the what's it called? You got blessing. Witter, Sky... The Melting Pot. Sky Hig. What's it called? Sky Dance. Sky Dance. New Sky Media. Hennig. That's the one. So we'll see. So yeah. Now, some it might be there, but um, yeah. Try not to get as hyped, but it is Marvel and Disney, so money to be splashed. Absolutely. Number four. Sega Mega Drive Mini 2. Reveals oh. reveals all 60-odd games. Pre-orders go live in September. I don't want to talk about the oh, device yeah. itself. I want to just let people know it's happening, just out of respect for Sega. But are we done with these mini consoles? I feel like we had this, this yes. Nintendo kicked this off. Everyone mm. jumped on the bandwagon. And then now I'm a bit like, I, I bought the, I got the PlayStation, I should say, for Christmas once. It was sold mm. within a year. It was, plug, <laughs> it was plugged in once on Christmas Day mm. and it was sold and, and sent off to, to pasture. I... Yeah. I like the idea of having these things as like a display type thing, but yes, I don't have yeah. anywhere to display anything like that. So what's no. the point? And I just can't be bothered to sit down and play a mini no. console. If I'm honest. I remember the was it the what was the first was it the NES or the SNES was the first one that came out. It was the, and I remember the leads were like fucking oh yeah, long, yeah, about snakes. two feet long. It's fucking ridiculous. Fuck you know, people that have got like fucking ten foot in between them and the TV. Oh, fucked. Absolute disaster. But yeah, they seem to be getting them better. I like. The only cool things, if you're really into it, a bit of a salmon-esque. A lot of them, like, fucking modern, don't they? And mm. emulate Homebrew the, the fuck out, yeah. So they do. Yeah. Although, like but... I said, well, not like I said, what am I talking about? <laughs> Probably have said this, but I'll, I won't claim mm. that. That Steam Deck, albeit pricier, that's kind of like the ultimate machine. They've got some bollocks behind it as well. Mm. Yeah. But this is much definitely. cheaper, to be fair. It'll be... Much cheaper, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I, don't... I fail to see... I ain't these cutting, you know, I thought I was gonna say I thought these died a death, but then they do always seem to be sold out where you go, and then you sort of get a second wave at the end. You know, oh, they're still because yeah, I checked. I, ch- I checked on Amazon earlier about the the first Sega Mega Drive, and it was going for mm. like a hundred two hundred. No, sorry, two hundred quid. I think it was. Oh, Let me just check it. Mega mm. Drive Mini. They're a bit like Le- uh, Lego, so like. You can pick them up for sort of 25. 250 UK pounds for a Sega Mega Drive Mini. crazy. And then when they stop production, they just go boing. Yeah, the the price just stings up. Mm. That's what that's happened here. They've all sold out and run their time and uh, they've been charging silly money. That's from Games R Us US. Just Games R Us, sorry. 250 quid. I mean, not a chance, but. Some people want to scalp, I guess, there's a way of making money there. But now I'm kind of over the whole mini thing. It seemed cool to start yeah. with. It was impossible to get hold of some of them. And then it's like the actual functionality of it, I'm just not going to use, mm-hmm. to be honest. So, you know, I'm sure this will garner some interest. I said there's 60 odd games in there. I'm not going to run through all those. You can mm-hmm. go and look it up on your favourite gaming website. Cap things off with some rumour and innuendo. And then we'll get out of here and hand mm-hmm. over to. Who should we hand over to? I think we hand over to us again. Oh, a pair of us. Yeah, I think it's me babbling. Tell so. you what, as well as another little one. What number are we on? Number five? Number five. Number six. 
Come into no, the game plus. This is, this is number five. Uh, oh, this is so number do it again, five. and then you can be the host next week. Six. <laughs> no, five. Oh, five. Oh, oh, what I'm about to say is yeah. five. Sorry, so that was four. Got yeah. Number five in the in nah, the report. That's no good. Ah, it's it's <laughs> fucked it on this first day. <laughs> Little known game that I was almost so close to buying. It has been. It's not a heavy hitter, but it's one that's been on my radar. I've been wanting to pick it up. Yep. Immortals Phoenix Rising oh. coming to Game Pass. The uh, the Ubisoft open world game that looks like Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild, Gods vs. Gods and Monsters mm. is coming. I've been so close, like I've been waiting for that to drop down for about fifteen quid. It looks really? absolutely fucking gobshite. Uh, We've well, got a couple like of months every- till Gotham Knights. If you don't, if yeah, if next true. week Saints Row reviews come out and you're like, don't yeah, like the look out. of that, then yeah, it's a real seven on ten game. But yeah, I thought, cool, that's going straight there. And that sort of slipped in. Um, there was also a few other ones today, wasn't there? There's was Quake. Yeah. Uh, I think. Was it uh, Wolfenstein 3D? Maybe a Doom? Slipped in. Something like that. Checked a load of it. But yeah, Mortals. I was like, cool. I know um, PlayStation have got a deal with that Ubisoft Plus. It's just. Is this uh, Phil trying to get one back and saying, well, we'll Maybe. take the Mortals? Ubisoft Plus Classics, I think Jim's got. And then. Mm. Yeah, which are older games, like the Division 1. Not the Division 2, which isn't exactly new either, but yeah, no. Game Pass have had a drop in, in some of the QuakeCon stuff. Dropped mm. some, some newer Quake. I thought that stuff would have been on there already, but, you know, I didn't. Mm. I obviously didn't know enough. Rumour and innuendo. This is the headline. Days Gone Movie reportedly in the works. Oh. This comes courtesy of Deadline. Mm. So apparently, and this is rumour and innuendo as we record this, it may well oh, I've literally just clicked on Twitter. Yeah. It's come up as a top story. Yeah. <laughs> this is the game that Sony didn't want to do a sequel to because it wasn't successful enough. And yet, mm. they're potentially chucking money into a, a film adaptation. Um, mm. It's going to have Sam... We, oh, it Sam is. Sam Hew- Who is this? Sam Hewen? Uh, Hewan is it? Or not the the same guy, the the Blake that plays Deacon? Oh, I don't know if he's in it. Oh, he won't no, be in it, will he? He won't even look it. like him. He's probably Fuck. got blonde hair. No, he does. Does he? Well, he does actually. Look, that's his face. Deacon St John's face. That's him. He was the same oh, okay. character as. Um, did you play the Star Wars games? Um, Force Unleashed. He was that Star Killer. It was oh. him. What is his name? Sam Witter or something? Or Witter? I think so. Some of that. He's an actor as well. He 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 Uh, was in the Star Wars films. Um, Get him in. Don't get someone else. Well, probably they're going to do Pedro, and Pedro's going to blow fucking (laughs) uh, Baker out the fucking sea. So (laughs) maybe who's this one then? Outland. Outlander Sam Hewen, Scottish fella, Hmm, and Oscar-nominated scribe Sheldon Turner adapting. Cool. Okay, I don't, don't know enough about all this, but interesting. I mean, is that this a film, not a series? Yep. It's a fucking long game, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, that could do with several seasons and series. Mm-hmm. That particular one. But then it just becomes fucking Walking Dead, doesn't it? <laughs> yes, that's true. But um, yeah, I think it would work because it feels like a TV because always at the time it always felt like the Walking Dead slash Sons of Anarchy. Yeah. Um. Yeah, films. They just don't work. I haven't had a very good one in a long time. Um, talking about Uncharted. 
Yeah, that was probably best of the bad bunch, to be fair, or was passable. Um, so maybe, yeah, yeah, I suppose they're, they're itching now, so maybe. But yeah, I, yeah I, I suppose that's just the fucking OCD in my brain that it's just like, <laughs> right, no, we've got to stick with the same, right, the same one, especially as he's an actor. Yes. He's got the face then as well. Um, but no, maybe not then. Um, but yeah, it'd be interesting. I just thought that'd be a series. No. I'll say you excitement. Nah, well, I don't know. Well, I'll wait till I see a trailer of sorts. This might all mm. end up getting flushed away, but seems like Sony are starting mm. to expand oh, no, more. I mean, this didn't seem like a candidate to me just simply because no. they don't seem that interested in the game. Like, I could see no, it's it, yeah, Uncharted, well, I understand it. Ghost of Tsushima's yeah. getting one. Um, mm. Uh, Last of Us, obviously. I just thought, and then again, they're doing fucking what's the name? What's that bloody car game that Jaffy did? Oh yeah, Twisted, Twisted Metal. Metal. <laughs> yeah, so maybe it's just bizarre. like we've got this stuff lying around that we yeah, own. Yeah, yeah. They'll do a fucking Days Gone one if they get. get maybe a this was their plan with Days Gone. Maybe they said not Days right, Gone, but, Death Stranding. Sorry, uh, Death Stranding. Right? Yeah, yeah. Cool. Get, get Kojima in. and he'll direct it. I'd love to. I'm the sin melting pot films. again. Well, yeah. Maybe this was their plan with Days Gone while they refused the sequel. They said, well, not enough people bought it. Let's do the film of the first game, get people on board, and then yeah. we'll have another conversation about two. And then fucking... Yeah. Oh, they've all left the company now. <laughs> they've all fucked they're off. fucked off, yeah. The big, big cheeses have anyway, so... <laughs> yeah. Interesting, if that, that comes yeah. to fruition. Last rumour and innuendo, and this is just going to be a statement and there'll be no discussion for it. Idris Elba to be in the Cyberpunk DLC. Oh. Remember where you heard that first, because oh. you haven't heard it anywhere else. Pulled himself out of the race, apparently, for the 007. It's the oh, rumour as well. Because he wants to be in there. I'm sure he didn't for this. But <laughs> yeah. He wants but to that, be in the yeah. Cyberpunk DLC, so he pulled out of the race to be 007. That would be that would be, a, be, that would be a story. I wouldn't year. put it past this world in 2022. Yeah. But um, we're going to wrap this... Well, we're not going to wrap this week. We're going to hand over, actually, mm. to our good selves. I'm going to pump... I'm going to give the guys Man of Medan and Little Hope double bill. So a super massive Ooh, double yeah. bill for... The, uh, the audience to listen to to close out this week's podcast. That was you and I again that, yep. that did that one. And um, yeah, I'm, it's, it's me talking about Man of Medan and Little Hope. Get these narrative-based games pumping out with some impressions so you guys can look forward to that. As I said, remember, no podcast next week, but if you are around for Gamescom, opening night live, twenty. 3rd of August and this that time has not passed by the time you're listening to this twitch.tv slash digital. we're going to try to get a watch along party to watch Jeff's little show looking forward to that I'm hoping there's going to be a few little sneaky surprises now and again but that'll be it we're going to uh, hand mm. over Little Hope and Man and Medan coming your way and we will see you on the other side <laughs> Here we are then, back with some game impressions to close out this week's Idle Game Chat. Got Apps and Adkins here. Um, for this particular closeout, I'm going to do a double whammy. Oh, the doubler. Supermassive. 
The Dark Pictures Anthology. I'll Ooh. do Man of Medan and Little Hope. Okay. Now, the reason for these two, considering there's three out, which is House of Ashes, is because they are both on the PlayStation Plus Extra tier. Um, so I thought, I've been wanting to play Little Hope and I never got around to it. I bought Man of Medan. So I thought, you know what, I'll play both because I've not played Man of Medan in a few years. And then I'll do Little Hope. So, for those that don't know, these games are narrative-based horror games. And gameplay is essentially wandering around. You can wander around and explore environments. Um, but it's choice-based in conversation trees, choice-based in um, decision-making. Do you want to go left? Do you want to go right? Do you want to save someone? Do you want to run off? And then choice-based in dialogue options. And the main pull of these particular games are how your choices impact the outcome of the game. It's quite extreme. So, Man of Medan and Little Hope, you can kill everyone. Everyone can die. Brilliant. It's always I love that. that's been there since Until Dawn, which is kind of what broke them the out first for me. One, that's super. Much, do... You know what? I will look it up. I, I'm. That's the one that for me right here. put them on the map. Um, um, oh, obviously they've done other games, didn't they? Um, yeah. Oh, Killzone HD on the thing. Yeah, they did. That. They've done some... Little Big Planet. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing, but in terms of. Maybe they might start the party. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just feel like, yeah, this is definitely the first. I suppose this probably transcends a bit from games like um, Heavy Rain and uh, what was the, one? the Telltale games where you've got this choice and, mm. and thing. But these definitely games feel more involved. Yeah. But yeah, it looks like Until Dawn was their first in this, only in their horror elk. Yeah. I'd agree with that, yeah. That, that definitely matches up. That's the one that... And it was actually a um, PlayStation exclusive. Yeah. Published yeah, by was, Sony. So, and then seemingly that relationship didn't didn't go anywhere because after that, um, Bandai Namco picked them up and cool. they've been doing these Dark Pictures games. And then The Quarry, um, which is like their latest game that's come out, that's separate from the Dark Pictures anthologies. It's not part of that series if you will it's more in the elk of um of until dawn where it's a, a slightly longer game now according to reports that initially started off as a stadia exclusive oh, and, really? and then when, when they oh, wow. when google started to be like right we ain't doing these games anymore it's not working they um basically this game was gonna get cancelled and then 2k come along and went oh we'll finish that and publish it and get some sales but they're all in this similar style essentially so Man of Medan I've played before. I've played for it back when it released. I played for it. Oh, really? Yeah. I played for it once oh. on my own. Then I played through it with Adcock. Because you can do these things multiplayer. You can do them either oh, couch yeah. co-op. So you, you, it assigns characters to you. And then you pass the controller when that character comes up to be controlled. Or you can play it online, which is what we did. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to just reef of, you know... Go for it again. They're not. I, I didn't think they were. I thought they were two hours long. These games. They're not. They're close. Mm. They're close to four hours, mm. which is um, which is my fault. I should have remembered that. It's about two hours when there's two of you because you only control half the characters. If you think about right. it, you're, you've got to just do I don't know, three scenes from two characters rather than eight scenes from five, for example. Mm. So Man of Medan, 
I played through it before, and this time I went through it on my own again, normally. And then also, I had unlocked something called the Curator's Cut, oh. which is an alternative playthrough of the game where you control different players, or different characters, sorry. Oh, that's quite fun. So whilst you're having a conversation in, on your first playthrough with, I don't know, the boyfriend and girlfriend, on the you know, on the boat or wherever you are, there's other characters talking. You can't really hear what they're saying, but they're discussing things and, you know, there's, there's something going on. So in the curator's cut, you get to go to that perspective. And it offers cool. a nice, fresh playthrough of that. Now, what I would mm. say is that it's not 100% fresh. So you do mm. get repeats, bloody repeats. Right, lovely. And it's probably closer to 60%, 70% that's unique. But right. there is a little bit of replay and I was a bit like that kind of on the second play I was like that's a little bit disappointing mm. Um, mm. but when you think about what's going on on the hood under the hood of these games it's probably it's difficult enough to do one playthrough let alone mm-hmm. two now the curator's cut you'll only get that if you pre-ordered it right. or they release it to everyone after four months I mean it's really strange <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why they do that yeah. so everyone that plays it now will get the curator's cut but if you oh. bought it Day two, for example, you, you wouldn't have got the creators. Yeah. Go. I don't even think you could buy it either. You just had to wait. Right. So it's a strange, strange little system they've implemented. So you're almost better off waiting for four months if you're gonna if you're gonna play mm. these because they'll probably be on sale as well. Mm. So the big thing about Man and Madan is I'd forgotten how how rough it can be at times. Oh really? Like, technically. Technically, yeah. So pop-ins are plenty. There's cool. popping all over the place. The controls are awkward because it's fixed camera almost all the time and you're walking you. this way across the screen, walking left, and then the camera changes to move in front and suddenly your controller's pressing the wrong way, isn't it? Because the, the perspective's mm. changed. Yeah. As long as you don't move, as long as you don't change the stick, it'll carry on walking in the direction you're facing, but your brain inevitably goes, oh, and then you have to restart. And it's just, it's just really clumsy. Mm. Um, and it's very much style over substance. I feel like, mm. like graphically, yeah, yeah. these games and this, nice. this same for Little Hope still look at times really, really good. Like at their best, they yeah. st- they, you wouldn't know this is a PS4 game when they're at their best. Right. Yeah, they yeah, still yeah. have these weird, odd-looking moments where they just look a little bit crap. Mm. If I'm if I'm honest. Yeah. Um, mm. I'd weird stuff like it would change the transition, change a scene, and then the character wouldn't be there, and then it'd suddenly pop in. Like there's these parts where you'll do a scene and it'll come back to the curator who's like this English bloke who's sort of like going well you did okay there son but uh, <laughs> you may have made some decisions you'll regret like, and you're like oh fuck off mate <laughs> and it, when it goes back to him he, he was like the chair was there I was like where's he gone and then he just pop in I was like bloody hell I don't know if that was, that was meant to be a jump scare yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, well, so, so that was happening and in general mm they awkwardly transition whilst you're playing it because there's so many different choices you can make and because your decisions affect relationships with other characters in the menu, you can see who's positive and negative and that changes as, oh, as they interact or as you as the player interact. It's trying to think, like, what have you just done? Then mm. your relationship is, like, negative with this person. How are they supposed to react and then you can see it doesn't always match up properly. So a scene will just... Like you'll jump over something and then it'll cut to like the next part of that same scene and then it'll look like they're like 50 yards ahead of the box or whatever where, where it may have skipped <laughs> right. yeah, something yeah, yeah, that yeah. was there previously but because it's not right. relevant to your playthrough, 
it struggles. Yeah. But in mm. but in general, the fun about these games is just sort of playing them. You, you try and play this and go, oh, make sure everyone survives. Like you're gonna have a horrible time because it's not. Yeah, it's possible, but it's really yeah. difficult. You kind of mm. it's it's really tricky. So I just the enjoyment is just playing with them, experimenting, seeing how they how they get on. Yeah. What I do like is that the characters. The relationships change how the AI responds when you're not controlling them and changes awesome. things that they would do. So there's something that can happen earlier on in the game. If you've got a positive relationship between character X and character Y, the character Y will do something that will eventually save their life later on, give them a better chance mm. of survival later on. If it's negative, right. because they've got the ump with that character, they like... Oh, not doing that, you prick! No. You know, not do- and that actually puts them in a in a in an awful position later on. So there's all mm. this under the hood stuff that's going on that's really interesting to experiment and, and play with, mm. but it does just have those roughness and and, and technical yeah. kind of issues. Mm. Oh, that's interesting. Is it much of an upgrade? Like it was obviously a fair few years in between, but from Until Dawn. I think um, it's about the same. I think these are all right. so so far. Not and this really. goes for Little Hope as well. They're in that same sort of ballpark. I don't think they're yeah. majorly upgraded or downgraded. No, um, but probably probably about the same. But until dawn, similar thing I said with that. At its best, it looks at the time it looked mind blowing. But yeah, then yeah, it's maybe. just not consistent throughout the game. There's just certain situations where everyone looks like. Mm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I remember. I think with Until Dawn, you had a couple of scenes and it looked incredible. And you're like, mm. oh, it literally just looks like the, I think it was like Rami Malik that was in there, That's wasn't it? it? Yeah, I yeah, was yeah. I was like, cool, he looked incredible. And then it cut to someone else. I was like, just like his face looks like he's made out of plasticine. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's, it does seem to be a bit hit and miss. But yeah, there must be so much sort of, um, sort of uh motion capture involved in this. Yeah. Um, I mean, they do get the Ma- big names. Man and Madan's got, um, what's it called? Sean, um, is it? Is it the lad from... Uh, yeah, Sean Ashmore. Of old, that's um, it. So is he Mr. He Freeze in... or something? Or is he? He's, like, he's an X-Man. That's it? A, yeah, he's an X-Man. He was Mr. Freeze and X-Men and then... Oh, what was he called? He was in Ice Quantum Man. Break as well. Quantum Break, that was the one I was thinking of, yeah. Iceman isn't Mr. Freeze, that's fucking on it. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> other company, the other one. The other one. So yeah, he's, 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 had, he's had history with uh, gaming. He's been in it, he's dipped in and out. He's done X-Men games, I know. Yeah, in, I remember he was, yeah. in, he was in The Following, which was a TV series I watched that had uh, old, oh. old Bacon in it. Oh, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. Quite enjoyed that for at least a couple of seasons before it went down the drain. Mm. So, yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he's the big pull, I think, of this, yeah. this episode. But the, the setup for Man of Medina, I should just briefly set it yeah. up, is your, I think it's five characters you take control of. You're on a boat go, doing like a diving expedition, mm. um, and you end up bumping into an old ship, an old cargo ship. You get on it. And stuff starts going wrong, and you think, right, mm. need to be getting off this, and that's yeah. that's the basic sort of setup. So yeah, yeah, well, I do feel these stories are quite important in these type of games. Mm. Um, they tend to like very much similar to the Telltale games. You know, yeah. like if you if you're looking at them as a gameplay perspective, you know they're they're bare bones, basic basic bitch games. <laughs> yeah. But when you, you, it, the stories do continue and. With the horror ones, it's it's good because they can go anywhere they like. You know, you can you can go crazy. You can keep it, 
grounded or whatever you like to I do. Quite, so, I, mean, I quite like Man of Medan, Medan for yeah. when, when you when Story. it all comes together. Yeah, I quite like yeah, the idea of that. Yeah. Um, I think it's, it's hard to talk about it without. Yeah, no, I won't. But I just but think generally, I was, I was, I enjoyed finding, overall. kind of finding out what was, what was occurring and what's going on. So, mm. and you know, the characters themselves mm. are like cheesy sort of horror yeah. movie characters. So it's, but they're very much leaning into that. It's not being designed as like this big serious, no. like thought-provoking thing. Like they kind of know where their bread's buttered and they play into yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Some of the characters are just fucking unlikable, and you can make them That's... more unlikable, but. Yeah, I quite like that though. When I watch these whole old horror films, certainly these slasher films, I'm always rooting for the killer. I'm just like, yeah. they kill these cunts. I hate them. Mm. <laughs> um, does this have uh, the camera mode where you can oh. you get like jump scares? <laughs> no, it hasn't. Down. Yeah, so <laughs> Until Dawn had a system where if you put the PlayStation camera in, that was brilliant. It would um, record your response to some of the jump scares. Speaking of jump scares, <laughs> they are. In both okay. games, are plenty. That's oh, really? yeah. It's not. It's, it's, I do like and hate them at the same. It's time. not psychological horror. This is like cheap, cheap jump scares oh, really? coming out. <laughs> they probably overdo it a little bit. It's it's good though because yeah. the more you sort of wander around and sort of look into things, the more chance there is of them doing like some fucking cheap scare. <laughs> so you want them collectibles, but yeah. you don't want to be putting your fucking face round corners where you, where there's going to be like a ghoul jumping out of you or whatever. Yeah. But yeah, I, I enjoyed Man of Medan. I mean, it's the, the going through the curator's cut, you can fundamentally change not just the outcome of characters, but just how the, how the, it sounds stupid because it's the same story, but just how the story is kind of presented because the characters interact so differently. So like mm. there's a boyfriend and girlfriend that are part of the diving crew. So the first time through, I just kind of made them get on. Second time, I actively made them like have needle of each other. And mm. that changed completely how the interactions took place in certain scenes. Right. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. you would say something because the boyfriend, then later on she'd be like, oh, stop being a... Like, <laughs> so it's, and, that, and like I said, it impacts how they, how they make decisions when you're not engaged with them. So yeah. it can have ramifications. So I enjoyed messing around with that. And if we're talking about the gaming gallery, which is where these games now reside, mm. um, in fact, I'll do them both at the end. Do both. Double pack for Supermassive. Let's get on to Little Hope. Mm. So, mate, the story of this one is bus crashes and there's no communications around. All, all the smartphone signals are, are dead or dying out. And there's a group of, again, I think there's four or five of you and you need to get help and get out of this town basically and as you delve further into the town there's some there's some weirdness going on and there's some other bits and pieces nefarious things occurring and you want to keep those well maybe you don't want to keep the characters alive maybe you do want to kill them all so some of the complaints i had in the previous game have, have been basically fixed to a certain extent so i talked about the awkward controls and the camera angles now they still have they still have the fixed camera perspective for parts of the game, but it's more like 20% of the game. A lot of the game okay. in this one is in more open environments. Because Man of Medan, you're on a sh- you're on a cargo ship. It's skinny fucking aisles. 
you know, oh, tiny funny. rooms. It's all very claustrophobic. This one's in a mm. town. It's not, they say fucking GTA. You ain't got to open yeah, yeah. But the paths are, are wide enough to fit five people down. And because of that, mm. they have a normal 3D sort of third person camera that you can move around and do full 360. Just completely mm. eliminates those sort of issues. Now, the characters are all still really sluggish to control. That's just, they're all weighty and, and whatnot, mm. animation heavy. But they've absolutely improved the, the fixed camera issues and a lot of the control issues. I don't know if that's from feedback or if they just were planning to do that. Mm. But that's a massive plus in comparison to Man yeah. and Madan. Yeah, sounds um, it. With the QTEs, I didn't talk about that much in Man and Madan, but you know, during action sequences, you'll be asked to like press square quickly to grab mm. onto something whilst you're climbing or to run somewhere. In Man and Madan, it just happens. It just goes blink. And you're like, oh, cool. In okay. Little Hope, they've made it a little bit easier. They bring up an icon before and a noise to, to prompt you, say, in a second, oh, that's quite something's going to happen. You're going to need to press something. So, you know, sometimes you're sort of sitting back in these games, cinematic moments. Yeah. And they suddenly ask you to do a QTE. You're like, oh, God, I've been <laughs> yeah. caught out. I used to, did that a lot. Um, I can't remember the last game. I think, maybe it might have been um, Guardians. There was a lot in that. Mm. And it was constantly, yeah, I'd just be sat there. It'd be like a cutscene. Yeah. And you just sort of drift off and you just let go of the controller. <laughs> and then you're like, what's that X? Oh, oh shit, quick. Oh, I missed it. Missed the chance to say something. Yeah. So you get you yeah, get yeah. prompted this time. Right. That's quite good because you're required sometimes. Yeah. And another thing, they've improved the just the way the game communicates what you can interact with. So, man and my dad, you go up to a door, and you press X and it's locked. And you're wandering around this these fucking hallways and you might go back to the same door by accident and see it's locked. Mm. Little hope, if it's locked, if you go up to it again, it will say locked. So once you know it's oh, locked, it will tell you something. I've been there, I've done that. And one th- other thing, it's really helpful for exploration if you're trying to look for collectibles and other secret stuff, mm. is in most environments, when you're going to exit the environment, it has, it has a unique icon which says, it goes, and this is exit. Or moving on, um, so you kind of know because on on Man of Medan you go for a door and then it it goes into transitions into a new area and you can't go back and get any of the collectibles. Right. It's quite it's, these games are linear. Linear. Yeah. This one gives you you can go okay if I want to keep looking around, don't go through that door there, and right. you can yeah, explore yeah, yeah. more. Oh, that's very good. I remember in Until Dawn they had like little shiny things, wasn't it? They, they still like, use that. Yes, yeah, so the, oh, they still use the, the shiny. The little glimmer thing's still there, so you can kind yeah, of yeah. see things bit easier so mm. that helps but oh, you wouldn't know on Man of Medan whether that shiny thing is going to then transition you out of the scene that's very true yeah, and you yeah. think oh I saw a document back there that fucking Resident Evil 2 remake that map <laughs> map like the red and the blue that's fucking mm. genius get that in every game so I can stop walking around in circles going have I checked this little nook <laughs> oh I know no, um, they've also added um, in character swapping so you don't oh. you don't get to choose, but right. what what would happen in Man and Medan is an action scene would kick off. There's two people in the scene. You are controlling, let's say, make up a name, Andrew, and mm. you have to control Andrew through the whole thing. And whoever you're with just sort of does it. In this, and you'd be like, well, I hope they're all right. <laughs> you can't really <laughs> don't really have an input into it. Little hope, you'll control Andrew. You'll jump over the boxes doing your QTE, and then it will like freeze spin and then zoom to the other character who's behind them and you'll take over Gloria and do a similar thing or make a different choice so you get a bit more of a, a linked up action feel when you're when you're playing through with the characters and then the other thing that she's interesting 
And this is all under the hood stuff. It's never really explained, but this is just from, from playing it and sussing it out. You have things called traits in both games. So we go into a character's profile screen, it'll show all their relationships, you know, good, bad. You go into that relationship, you can see what made it good or bad. So you can see your decisions, okay. you know, all your, your dialogue choices. Mm, yeah, that butterfly effect. Exactly. Yeah, it doesn't show you like the boxes, like the flow chart or anything, but you can right, at least okay. see what people mm. are reacting to. But then also in the character's face is things like ambitious, deceitful, mm. like, random like traits that, as you play the game and as the based on the decisions you make, these change. So you can make mm. someone who's quite loyal be deceitful by. Mm doing deceitful things and that will come up yeah. and show in their character the way it plays into little hope is that the more and this is the, this is the only way i sort of sussed it the more sort of morally ambiguous or morally questionable you are with characters i.e if someone's there to help and you just save your own skin mm. the harder it is with that character to do the qts right they, they're quicker okay. Right. So, you, so you can kind of make things right. slightly easier by playing a bit more of a the hero, I guess, would be right. yeah, the options. Yeah, yeah. I had a little read about this afterwards, and a lot of the community didn't like this. They said it was too binary mm. and whatnot, et cetera, et cetera. Mm. Um, but this one is, I'd say Man of Medan is focused on relationships with the characters, like how you're interacting with them. Man of Medan is focused on the actions of your characters and... And there's, there's, there's almost like a binary line of what's, what's, the, what's a good way to behave and what's a bad way right. yeah, he yeah, hero yeah. versus villain that that impacts outcomes more mm. than what it does in man and medan and also impacts how easy or difficult some of the qte encounters yeah, are yeah, there's yeah. even parts where if you'll do something really positive you won't even have to do what would be a second or third phase of qtes mm. like it can make that much of a difference if you oh, kind wow. of make the heroic yeah, yeah. choice it'll get you out of a jam quicker in some instances now other times it won't because you have to fucking fight the monster or whatever mm. So it's a little bit different. I like the fact there was quite a, you know, yeah. on the surface they are a very similar game, but underneath yeah. the hood yeah, yeah. they work completely yeah. differently and the way the outcomes took place took, you know, mm. was the same. Uh, curator's Cut, I've done that again. So played through okay. the, the game, done the Curator's Cut, and then I played about another quarter of the game again because I, I realised that I could get a specific trophy because in, mm. you know, in a certain scenario. And I thought, well, I'll, I'll go back and grab that. Um, it does... It did hard crash. Cool. Little, little hope. Now. Yeah. Bigger game, isn't it? More technical. No, well, here's the theory. <laughs> that crashed after I'd loaded it from rest mode. Mm. Within 15 minutes, it crashed. Cool. Now, after that happened, I never put it in rest mode again. I just closed it down like a normal human would have done 10 years <laughs> ago. And I never had the problem again. So I'm. Right. I don't trust that rest mode on either console. No, I don't think not. it's healthy for these. I've heard of problems before about games loading up and having issues. So mention it, but I feel like that was a a rest mode yeah. jobby. Yeah. Um, but yeah, the both games are, 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 are decent. They have this thing called bearings. So when a significant moment happens, it will say bearing updated, and you can go into a menu and, and it will say oh. Andy chose the, to pick the knife up and you kind of realise oh that's something significant and then mm. when you play through the curator's cut separately you'll see the bearings go off in a different direction again it's not a flow chart but it's just logging significant moments it's like yeah. a telltale thing where they would say oh 
feels really disappointed in you. Yeah, You're like, oh, fucking hell. <laughs> you know, that's yeah. changing the story. And I remember playing through these. I remember thinking, like, oh, that means I've missed an option now. I feel yeah. like I'm going to have to go back and play, but... Oh, no. Once you complete them, you can go and do a scene select and play specific scenes again. You, so if you cock something oh, yeah, up, that's really good. So if yeah, you got yeah. to the very end, for example, and you were trying to do like a all survival run, and you just cocked mm. up a QTE and it killed, because that can happen. Yeah. Although a lot of people say you miss one QTE, you die. That's a complete load of bollocks. You can. Oh really? It. Like, there are certain scenarios where you can die quite quickly from failing two on the bounce. But yeah. You, I when I was doing my second run, the curator's cut, I was trying to like kill some of them, and yeah. I, I failed every one in some instances and bumbled my way through still. And I was like, okay, so it's not always life or death, but you don't know which ones are, so you've got to be on your game. So don't yeah. be too worried if you miss one QTE. You can normally salvage it. Just don't keep blowing it. Is my advice. Mm. Yeah. Any other questions for Little Hope or Man of Medan? Mm. Story wise, for Little Hope, mm. so. Gave us a brief setting. Yes. Um, comparable for another comparison to them. What actors we getting here? Yeah, I, I didn't recognise <laughs> any of them. Some, some called Poulter, is it? I can't. I don't know who. Oh yes, yeah. I, I think, think he's in some. He's in some Marvel not, thing. Not fella, yeah, is he not the fella that done Cal Kestis? Oh no, it's not him, is it? No, I know who he is. It's the other one. Yeah, he is in. Have you seen the film called We? Oh, I was like, is that the Millers? Is it Millers? He was in um, Will Poulter. That's the one. Yeah, he was in uh, the Revenant with Leo. He was in. That Apparently, he's in Guardians there. Volume Three. Cool. So he's going to be oh, in yeah, that. He's, um, he's been in Black Mirror Band of Snatch. Dope sick. I do know. What's the Why film didn't I'm they ask of? Evans? Detroit. That's a film with War Machine. Um, Rachel from Friends. Little Stranger. Is it something about the Millers? Something about Millers? Why didn't they ask the Evans? No, it's a series. Oh, oh We're the Millers. We're the Millers, yeah. that's it. Yeah, he was in that. Maze um, Runner. Oh, so they seem to Definitely. get like one big, <laughs> yeah. fairly big name. And then a cast of fodder yeah. underneath. But yeah, so he's, he's the sort of main but, guy. But in terms of story, I don't know, actually. It's a good question about if I'm... Yeah, comparable to... Is there no connection at all, um, as this is a dark picture? These are completely two... Set. I know they same, you know, share the same... Yeah, I don't... I, I don't know whether at the end there'll be this big... Like, at the end not, of the anthology, they'll say... They'll, hmm. Something will happen, they'll say, oh, look, it's like the MCU or something like that. Yeah, yeah. But nice. there may well be subtle th connections or Easter eggs. That's mm. what I've read on their official right. website. There's Easter eggs and whatnot. But mm. they're very much... The only thing that links them is that you have this curator fella, the English fella, saying, oh, you silly oh, yeah. bastard, you've fucking blown it. He's not Scottish, but it, it <laughs> sounds better, doesn't it? Um, he's yeah. the only, and he's basically the way it's positioned is that he's getting out these books and saying, "Oh, the story's not finished. Here, you're going to help me finish them." So they are right. in that way designed to be separate. Um, but you could, there's no, there's zero overlapping characters yeah. so far, no. in the, at least in these yeah. two. So I'll just, you know, they're all worth Ooh. a go, in my opinion. Yeah, if, if you're into these games, like again, don't come into this as an action fan who only plays action no. games and go, "Where's the action?" Yeah, these ain't them. These are palm sweaters. 
palm sweat. Another again, is it another uh, jump scare mafia? Yeah, absolutely, I love it. <laughs> absolutely love Brilliant. it. In terms of what was better, I feel like. Hmm. I feel like this. If you were to write down a bit of paper, the story of Man and Medan was better, but the right. characters in Little Hope were better, if that makes sense. That freedom of the camera angles and... Oh, that's a massive help. It is a massive help Mm. um, because it's just so awkward when they fix camera. And again, they have got on, but they're significantly reduced in Little Hope. Mm. It just adds... It just makes the game so much easier just to play and to get around because you will be fighting the controls in Man and Medan and to a certain extent in Little Hope, but Mm. I think they've got... Looking on a... How long to beat dot com? Yeah, little hope is half an hour longer than oh, has Man it? of a Dan. Probably, yeah, it's probably about right. Mm. What hours they put four, on there? Four, four and a half. For yeah, Man of a Dan. Yeah, and far, a solid five for uh, little hope. Yeah, then yeah, like I said, so they're not the two-hour games that I was expecting because mm. I was just assumed no. it was going to be like an episode of Life is Strange, which are like two hours, right? Yeah, or, yeah, or a Telltale game. They're not. They are. They've double that, um, and mm. and a bit of change as well. But generally, enjoyed them. In terms of where... Do you have any more questions, actually, before I go into the Um, the gallery chat? Is the Platinum Trophy... They've got Platinum Trophy each for I think so, yeah. I haven't checked it, Achievable. I I think I'm close to... I think I've got to do one more run of Until Dawn, but the trouble with that is I like doing that first blind playthrough where you you don't know anything. That's absolutely the way to do it. Then you've got to go through and you've got to remember beats and yeah. it just becomes It's difficult. There. Without a guide, it's really it's, it's really hard to get specific trophies. There's, there, was, there's yeah. a trophy list there. I mean, I looked at some of them and I was like, I don't know how... Because they do this thing. There's one trophy on... It's two. I think it's two trophies in Little Hope. And it mm. says, choose all logic decisions or choose all heart decisions. They're two separate trophies. And I played through it and I'm like, what the fuck are they talking about? <laughs> and there's what it is, every decision has a really they should have made this more obvious in my opinion, a really subtle icon underneath the text which shows a little heart or a little brain. Oh really? So you oh, can in theory, yeah. if you wanted to do a all logic run, you just look at the logical choice and do it. But it's really hard to spot, especially when you're in a fluster. Yeah. Yeah, like you, you get plenty of time really, but I thought they should have made that a bit more obvious. So though, yeah. so you've got to do two playthroughs for that. Then you've got to do a, probably a play. I'm, I'm sure there's a trophy for killing everyone and keeping everyone alive. So that's a, that's yeah. a trophy. Yeah, yeah. There's normally another trophy for some other outcome that you you mm. never would have thought of or knew about. So yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a lot of repetitive stuff. I suppose because they're that, yeah, that short that they're trying to think. It's a single game if you're buying this on its own. Mm. They've got to try and get that replayability out. Yeah. Do you think you ever go back through them again? I suppose you did with Man of Medan. I think once the whole anthology's out and whatnot, maybe I would. Mm. But it'd be a few One years now. Back to back run. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I probably would go back. Hour eyes are firmly on either the quarry or maybe mm. House of Ashes. Yeah. Definitely got some next, of that. So. But yeah, these I two. In terms of gaming gallery, so. You've, yeah. you've not been through the process, have you? I don't think since we've. Have you been through the process since we changed uh, it? I can't remember. Oh, I felt we vaguely did it. On, yeah. Uh, in t- uh, turtles. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yes, of course. Yeah. So yes, 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 yes. Okay. So yeah, we're outside. I'm gonna unlock the doors. I've got my keys. Actually, I've got to get them out because people will moan if we don't do the segment properly. <laughs> no. So that's been unlocked, and we're gonna split them. 
Okay, so I've, I've wandered over Stop. to my personal wing. There's obviously got all my platinums, my golds, my silvers, my bronzes. Man in my Dan, and this is a mirror of what originally I'd put it, pegged it as when I played it back in the day. Goes in its little bronze area on that side of the on side of the wing. It's happy over. It's decent, it's, but it's got a few more. I'd say more obvious technical issues that aren't game breaking, but do no. tarnish the experience slightly. And because Little Hope, I'm comparing them directly, is just an improvement across the board on so many things, I'm going to give it a nice little silver. It can go on that Ooh. side. A good oh, game. Solid. Good game. I mean, it really interests to see how House of Ashes is and whether yeah. those improvements carry over or whether they they sort of revert back, but... I'll find out. I mean, I'll, I will report back when I do it. But there you go. Anyway, we'll close it down for this week. Nothing more for us to say. Well, actually, I'll just say it. Just for this, out of respect, Man of Medan Bronze, Little Hope Silver, <laughs> both part of the Dark Anthology. No, the Dark Pictures Anthology. Blown it. Super massive. That's the promotional deal with them gone. Anyway, <laughs> nothing more for us to say other than thanks for your time. And ta-da. This was a Dimp Digital production.